The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Gentlemen and ladies, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. While the names of some American cities will be used, the entire podcast and its incidents are fictitious. Tonight, SK welcomes Jack Webb, Orson Welles, James Arnes, and Oprah reads a story to Ludacris. And now, the quiet but deadly storm, SK Morton. Very sexy. You're welcome. Keep it spicy, keep it sexy. All right. You know what? Normally, the clap it seems to, seems to feel longer, but the clap seemed to go away. <laughs> <laughs> it always does, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, do this. Do the, do the, Lizzie, do. No, yeah, louder, louder. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you hear that thunder? That's jazz thunder. <laughs> That's right. All right, your afternoon cup of jazz. Greetings, adoring throng. <laughs> Welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. Yay. Yay. Another night in the bomb shelter. Not another one. We can't expect the throng to be enthused enough to come here if we're not enthused. Yes, they will. They've ah. come before. Enthusiasm, lack of enthusiasm and talent hasn't stopped them before. That's so true. Okay. It can't be that. That's good news, then. Uh, let's, let's go around the room. First, welcome... Our uh, senior member of the team, sound engineer uh, of utmost adequitulence, Squidge McSqueezy. <laughs> Where's the clever? Yeah. We're just going to say he's here from now on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when everything goes wrong, we'll blame him. Squidge. Okay. Uh, also, before we get to the latter, we'll go to the former or the other way around. We have a person who has been a guest, been a, a contributor, person of interest. a person of interest, a member of the studio audience throng, short person. a very um, recent short but person. loyal, short but cute. Only short compared to you guys. Yeah, well, that, yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. Thank here. you. Uh, the throng let's gets give it. a round of applause to Pete's better half, his squeeze, Lizzie Carr. Yay! Yay. My better forty percent. Thank you for being here, Lizzie. You know what? You'll be acting as kind of a guest tonight. Or I guess it could be, you could be a co-co-host. So you better be good. I'm a co-co-host. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of Love course, our regular Coco. full-time permanent co-host mm? and resident chanteur, although we wouldn't know it from the month of April now, would you know we? What? Or month of March. Peter Feliciano. Yay! Yay. Aren't you happy, Throng? I can we'll feel you. I can some feel sort of you all. I, turning off so you can check your Facebook. All right, go ahead. Speaking of that, oh dear, what was the deal with you and the suit and the fiance thing and everything that I saw on Facebook? Oh, okay, okay. So I've been working with this company called Eastern Onion, and they've been—they're uh, li- literally only located in two places here in Moscow. Yes, um, they're Red Onion, which is weird. Well, My mother um, was telling me about them, and she said they used to send out strippers. Right, which is kind of what I do on the side. <laughs> kind of <laughs> in that in they the have 80s. you put on layers. Right. <laughs> gotcha. It's more of a stripper cry for help. Type uh, yes. of thing. But the, what it is is they are centered in Georgia, so they do Atlanta, and they cover San Francisco, which is a weird combo. That is weird. But they uh, hire me for singing serenades. 
So they, you know, for somebody who wants to, you know, get surprised who's feeling low and their friend is feeling low or someone, you know, needs a proposal and they need a singer for it or they need to whatever. So yesterday uh, they hired me to go down to uh, Capitola. This guy wanted uh, to prank his uh, co-worker in front of everybody because apparently they go back and forth and they prank each other. And so I went down there with a guitar embarrassed her by singing her little mermaid and then pony oh. and then and then got down on my knees with a fake ring in the middle of the bank and everyone's ah! you know it's the you could if you watch the video there's a lot of oh there, i didn't see there was a video screens. well there were yes. 50 plus people in the bank and they all thought this was a real proposal and they oh. were witnessing this great they were like thing. say yes say yes <laughs> you know um, but really, all it was was just to embarrass the heck out of her. And uh, well, because apparently she's gotten him pretty bad in the past. Filled his office at the bank with bunny rabbits, and and this really one, I thought this was hilarious. She put an ad on Craigslist saying that he was giving away a pony to whoever told the most touching story with his phone number. So he said he got hundreds of phone calls and emails with, and stuff with an email. She's with, got that much clout on her Facebook page. No Craigslist. Uh, oh, on Craigslist. Craigslist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, she's and he messed said he with got him hundreds bad. of these heartbreaking stories. Wow! <laughs> but I was the guy to go in there and kind of just really embarrass her, and I did a good job. Apparently. All right, so. well done, you. Yes, well done, me. <laughs> Why don't we do this? <laughs> okay. Why don't we go right on to our Let's updates? Let's do it. The jacket's coming off. Okay. Well, you know what? We haven't promoted the tour in a while. The tour Let's stuff. Let's do that. And I'm still not going to, <laughs> but we're going to try to skirt it. Um, there, we've got new pages for the tour on the website. Okay. Not a big deal, but it's I something saw, no, to no, say. I saw right? there was actually other other updates. To yes. Website, right? Oh, yeah. We've got some updates tonight about okay. the whole thing. Uh, I was just going to say what we've got now is the Amazon is on all the pages that have the little... That little sidebar that has things you can click on. So, the, so when we do a commercial for it, we don't have to say go to the home page, right? Because that there was w- a whole extra sentence. It'll, it'll it still be on the home page, oh, okay. but it'll also be all over, strewned, you might say, all over the rest of the website. Dashed about hither and thither. And the website is continuing to add new pages, uh, one for each of the legs of the tour. We're also going to have a page for the map. so you can. There's a master map, so you can see all the places that will go on the tours as well as individual maps for this each was, individual leg. This was something I was wondering. So do you just book, okay, I'm going to do the, this leg on this day, and then anyone can sign up and go with you, or do you specifically map it out for who is interested first? This you know is the I mean? first time you you're wait? asking this question? I'm, I've never, you know. I know, you've never. Uh, the fact <laughs> of the matter is we have. We, we have, should go on his tour. I'm. Yeah. Would you? Right. You know what? It's, I've got uh, some people no, no, no. from Australia. I want to. I want to. I want a bunker discount. I have. I have. I have. He uh, wants to not walk. Lots of yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, actually, do you I was do a hoping, jazzy scooter? I was kind of hoping you could get three more Eastern Onion guys and you could carry me around on a sedan. I, I could was, do that. Okay. <laughs> or maybe with some grapes. On a, oh, that like would a be very nice. Frond. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In fact, Lizzie, will you be the palm frond lady? I was going okay. to ask That's if good. I could do that. All right. This will be nice. <laughs> but you have to dress like a Teletubby. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. Okay. I don't as long think... as I get to pick the color. <sighs> no. No. <laughs> 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 So that's what we got Royal going with the tour. Teams. So come take the tour, is what I'm saying. Yes, we're booked. We got a new schedule on Zerve uh, all the way up into uh, through the summer, up into September. So we've got plenty of openings. To, oh, you to answer your question and rave reviews. By the way, I saw that 
Yeah. And people that's really why these yeah. the last people are taking because they, they uh, were so reading the reviews on, um, not Yelp, but the other one. Uh, I can't remember what it is. What, TripAdvisor? Yeah, TripAdvisor, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, to answer your question from earlier, uh-huh. uh, Tuesdays there are three tours, Wednesdays there are three tours, and Fridays and Saturdays there's two, or two, two tours. So there's ten, you have ten opportunities all week. It was slight. I'm very nuanced. No, it was very nuanced with the bell ringing. It was almost like it felt like a. You're welcome to NBR. It was tingly. (laughs) Um, But you know what occurred to me? Hmm. We have not been pushing the Brian Boitano thing. No, I've. You haven't mentioned it since the end of last season. I. I think. I think I've mentioned it once or twice, but not a lot. It's kind of in passing, kind of stuff. And I want. I want to make it clear. I am serious. I still want to get Brian Boitano on the show. Now, I only mentioned that because I was thinking of something that went along with it. Okay. I don't know why this popped into my head just now when you said that, but yes, in your old spot down at Montgomery Bart mm-hmm. the other day, there was a new performer. Mm. She was a harpist. Is that how you describe someone who plays the harp? You should know these things. Now, I'm not against harps. In fact, there was someone before I met you. That's a fact. There were, Have you ever heard of the harpoons? No. There was two ladies. It was a duet. They had a cello and a harp. I actually bought their album, bought their CD. But this harpist you're a little this upset was, with. Why? I'm not upset. It was just interesting. She did have sheet music, but she also had a headset microphone, and she was singing, but she was just essentially going, along with the harp playing. I feel <laughs> I feel like I want to give you money right now. Here's the thing. I feel like I want to give you money. I don't know how much you make when you do it. But she was making bank by playing the harp and going, but then we realized, then we realized there was a specific type of person who was tipping her and they were tipping her well. And I described them this way. A white guiltist? They all looked like they were on their way to Lilith Fair. Nice. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was very Indigo Girls type of... That's what it was. Right. And all of the people that were coming and paying with it, it was all women right. with the premature graying and the unflattering glasses, right. uh, men's jeans, that kind of thing. Well, sounds was like she she's singing? got her niche. Was she she did exactly what it with, is. The thing right. with Bart, too, if you do music that sounds all the same, it doesn't matter because people only hear you for five that's minutes. That's true. That's true. Well, I no, was, that's not true. Because there are people who sit there for uh, uh, hours, at least yes. at, at Montgomery Bart. Those poor people behind the coffee have told me horror stories. Yeah. I'm hearing the same guys over and over and over yep. and over. Just droll nonsense. They got a niche, but they got a niche, and it's not an art niche. Yeah. It's an evil and her, money. She had, she had an amp, and, and it was facing people. right at scooters, right at the, the coffee guys. Nice. And Babette walked by and went, oh, yeah, you can hear if you walk in front of her. She had it pointing right at the coffee guys. And she was singing, all my songs, Hi, all my art is valid because I want it to call it art, and that makes it art because I have feelings in... Pring, pring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of us. I don't think anyone would know that wasn't a real harp. <laughs> I can't believe anyone didn't know that that was just me in a kazoo. <laughs> okay, so anyway, now, so there's certain types of people. Weren't we talking about Brian? If we were, we were. We just, so now, if you see a, a certain really type tangent. of person who doesn't really, you can tell they're they're. Heavy duty into NPR, don't Here's laugh a lot. Right, right. They take themselves very they seriously. They take themselves very seriously. Now Babette and I refer to them as harp tippers. 
Nice. <laughs> they have sage what they ready f- at the <laughs> at hand at all times. Precisely. They they, they want to smudge things. Now here, back to I'm going to try to Brian Boitano. I'm going to try to pull it back in here. The reason why Brian Boitano bubbled up again is I was thinking, what are we going to do to promote here? I've got to do. When I say we, I mean me. I don't expect you to go out and promote for me. Is I got the idea, you know. I want to get Brian Boitano to find out about the show. Now, I, we've discussed before. I think he, he's aware of the show. How do you know? Well, because we've had... Because your past guest, your your, your the, friend... The, the chef guy knows, knows, the, knows the guy. Kind of... And also someone sent him a link to one of the episodes. And I think he might know, but I don't think he's listened. Maybe I, it's because you haven't been flattering enough to him. What are you talking about? Brian Boitano, the greatest the skater... Premier. Premier skater. The premier skater. The the prognosticator of prognosticators. No, that's someone who prognosticates. Prognosticates. Right, I don't sorry. think he prognosticates. He masticates Maybe, better uh, than the best of them. No, I masticate better than anybody else. Oh, okay. Especially cheese. <laughs> I do have a hard time chewing cheese. Have you ever seen SK Martin chew cheese? Oh, it's a breeze. It's, oh, it's yeah. I, I've I never seen down. anything so beautiful. Yeah. You ever you it's remember like that, a ballet. Remember ballet. that thing in American Beauty where sometimes I just feel like there's too much beauty in the world. Like I feel that when I look at sure, him chew sure. cheese. How do you chew a soft cheese? How do you chew like Oh a, that's that a makes burrata. it even better. I'll tell you how. I hear Wagner in the back of my head <laughs> and I'm able to just it oozes from me. He is the yes. Wagner is the most cheese centric yes. of composers. Of the, yeah, well, of the German composers. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you want to Debussy? You know, right. he can hold his own Bacharach, with the Gouda. Bacharach. Oh well, sure. That he's definitely he's definitely a Swiss. I'd yeah, say. but his, he, there's a lot of fusion there with him. Like a like a like a like a Swiss brie, like a Swiss there brie. You go. Yeah, yeah. Like a melty holy thing. That is yeah. not a thing. Like a holy melty thing. Oh yeah, it is. The patty melt. Have I you believe ever dipped brie was... on Swiss? That's Bacharach did a whole album just on patty melts. Right. Yeah. What do you think? Do you know the way to San Jose? That was actually all that was, about Swiss. That was, that was, yeah, that was an homage to a Swiss patty melt on rye. I, really? Don't I you thought know? it was on sourdough. No, it was on rye. You got to read between the lines. Oh, okay. Those were his, yeah. those were his yeah. like, you know. It says okay. in between the lines there's about rye. That's what it says. Okay. You got to read down <laughs> this there. Is small, about, but you got to read It says, this it. is about rye? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The liner notes. See, back in the album days, I didn't have albums. I gotcha, yeah. Because I wasn't I understand born. you're younger, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't have, like, yeah. you know, put the needle down and then mm-hmm. veg out for, like, an hour. Sure. Listen to yeah. Baccarat. What the world needs now is about fondue. In fact, that's what it, the original lyric was. What the world needs now is fondue. fondue. Do. I don't think yeah, it was fondue. Oh yeah, no, it was fondue, 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 fondue. It was fondue, fondue, fondue. Wait, wait the way, a minute. The way fond- the French, the way the fondue, French sing fondue. it. Fondue, He was the intercontinental champion for WWE, right? No, no. He was a heavyweight, but he wasn't a champion. Okay, um, but he was. He went there up was a fondue. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. The French versus fondue, fondue. <laughs> I don't like my life. <laughs> <laughs> I've made horrible decisions that have led fondue, me to fondue. this. Fondue, fondue. He was one of the great pitchers in the Negro Leagues. <laughs> no, but fo- All right. I don't care. Hi, Lizzie. <laughs> so, what we're saying is... I'm just saying you need to... Maybe you need to be more, you know, talking about his premierness or whatever. His okay, premier- we have That's to- what we should call him from now on. His, his premierness? premierness? Brian Boitano. Okay, his premierness, Brian Boitano. We're trying to get him down on this. So it's coming... Okay, all I'll right. give it a little bit more thought. I have faith in you. Maybe I'll put it in the update next week. Maybe I'll put it. Yeah, yeah. all right. There you go.
Okay. <laughs> now, you know, we, steal their shoes. we have an email. <laughs> yeah, and we have an email from, I think he's still a friend of yours. What? Telly Prego. No. No, that you don't think he gave us an email? He did not email you. Okay, not so much an email. He oh. uh, messaged me. Okay, I'm sorry. It was in regard to, uh, was it last week was ice cream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had talked with him, and he uh, says, uh, when we were talking about where are the good the ice cream places, and we didn't talk about this, Polly Ann's out in the sunset. I know. That is him. Pauly- I love that boy. He says, Polly Ann is my favorite. Don't really do too many other spots. Mitchell's outside the sunset, though, for sure. We talked a little about Mitchell's. We did. But uh, Polly Ann's, have you ever been to Polly Ann's, Lizzie? No. Only ice cream I knew about was Polly Ann's. That's one of his lines. He doesn't oh, really? sound like that cool or whatever because he's not that cool. Uh-huh. But the but normally, like if I like if I was to take a Telly Prego verse where he says only ice cream I knew about was Polly Ann's and make it cool, it would sound like this: <clears throat> Only ice cream I knew about was Polly Ann's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Telly Prego, if you're listening, hearts and kisses. <laughs> Something else happened. Oh, uh, you know who else I was trying to get uh, in the next couple weeks? Big Papa. Daniel Bacon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I sent him an email, and he hasn't gotten back to me. The OG of Lousy. Exactly. And I thought, uh uh-oh, I hope he's okay. So I checked out the other night. You know what happened today? What? He was down at the Maritime Museum signing his new book. Because he don't want to talk to you. He just had, that's what it is. He just got his new book came out today. And he was signing copies of it from 4.30 to 6.30 at uh, the uh, Maritime Museum. I wasn't probably, able to get down there because, as you know, I had something. Of course. Who's Daniel Bacon? But he's, he's, he's Big Papa. He's probably afraid that you're going to outshine his new book. It's possible. You know what his new I'm book sent, is called? I'm calling it right now. His new book is a, is a bad word. Uh-oh. Frisco. Yeesh. Yeah, it's called Frisco, his new book. I want to get him in here. I want to talk about it. How dare he? So he's my mentor from a distance, is what he is, Daniel okay. Bacon. Yeah, he's a historian, right? Yes, the Barbary Coast tour medallions you see all downtown and the things; those are he was responsible for those. Nine years he put in trying to get first to get sponsored to do it. People to agree that he could put those bronze plaques <laughs> in the sidewalk. Then he had to get approval from the building department, from the uh, architectural review, from public works, from uh, fire and police, from ever. And then it takes each one had to have its own building permit, and it took literally a decade to. Yeah, I used it right. A decade to get those put in. Hmm. Those hundred fifty plaques that he's got in there, and he has about another hundred more he wants to have put in. He's looking for someone to take over the mantle. You're kind of a mantle. I'm a mantle person i could i, I like i've, an, like I've been ox, over mantles like an ox yes so anyway yeah the he's mantle my, could be on your shoulders he's he's my mentor mentor from a distance because he doesn't really know you want to pick up just the what an impact mantle. he had well you want to talk about the old mint let's do it here's the thing with the old mint we talked about this before yes it was very dirty but not for a while outside. when you walked by. Correct? Oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah. It was very filthy. Right. It was filthy. Now, what had happened was, is for a long time, the California Historical Society was using it for events. Are you trying to pick her nose? Ow. I'll do what I want. You know, you can pick your friends. And you can but pick your nose. Friends. But you can't pick your friend's nose. No, I do both. Okay. Anyway, 
Well, actually, let's see who it was. I'm going to do a little reading. We can cut it out. Are you? How bored are you, Lizzie, on a scale of 1 to 10? <laughs> that's actually, in her, in her language, that's 3. <laughs> 3. So now, here's the thing. No one appreciates Prior that to the homeless <laughs> encampment, it was kind of being watched over and used for events by the San Francisco Museum and Historical Society. Right, right, right. You were saying that only every once in a while they would... Yeah. Now, they were supposed to have been putting together proposals to rehabilitate the place. Okay. And they were saying, okay, there would be a deadline. We need a proposal. And they'd miss the deadline. And then, okay, there's a deadline for we need submissions for cost or we need a scope of work and things. And for years, they kept missing that proposal till finally... What, about a year and a half ago, the city said, okay, fine, forget it. And they kicked them out mm-hmm. and said, we'll figure it out. And then things got shut down, and that's when the homeless encampment came. Okay. But now the California Historical Society, they've come in and cleaned things up because they're now going to be turning it into a cultural center, California Historical Cultural Center at the Mint. And it's going to be probably about a $100 million you know, Revamp. two year, two year rehabilitation of the thing, but then we're going to have this. Which, the, all the history that they've I used the building for to ex- exhibit will now be there full time. It's going to be a new museum. I can't, I can't hate them for it. I mean, that makes sense because it's Why right. Why would you? Next I thought to, it was going to be good news. It's right next to uh, that hub on yeah, pa- Powell and, and Fifth and whatever. That is a huge hub of a lot of stuff happening. It's right outside the Bart Station. Mm-hmm. You should do that for some sort of whatever. It's just, the, but it's gonna, it's gonna be too California centric and not enough San Francisco. I don't think so. Okay, I'm pretty confident because really the history of California is about San Francisco more so. <laughs> no, honestly, more no, so true. than any other cities. More so than Sacramento. Definitely more so than Los Angeles. Yeah, possibly San Diego, but that would be back during the, when the Boo, when Mexico Los had Los Angeles. Boo. Um, so no, I think I, th- <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a good thing. Also, interestingly enough, the first bronze medallion in the sidewalk to start the Barbary Coast tour by Big Papa, Daniel Bacon. Starts right in front of the mint. That's his. That's the first point of interest on his tour. From it goes from the mint all the way up to maritime. I mean, uh, aquatic park. Oh, okay. that's cool. Yeah. So uh, bonkers. I think that's- it's going to be cool. We're going to have a cool museum that's going to really. There'll be a lot of stuff that we talk about on this very show. Things I talk about on the tour that will actually you'll be able to see some tangible things go along with it. I'm kind of excited. I thought cool. you've been had. You've had physical. You know pictures to show people on the tour anyway though. yeah yeah no i, I show them i have or whatever. i have quite a collection now quite a library of those pictures nice. but you know i didn't take copy them. and paste right copy yeah exactly that's nice. exactly what it is. i come across them i save them when are they thinking this is going to be open i think um you let's take a years, look here right? yeah about 18 months i said let's see during the next 18 months the nonprofit. Will determine the cost of construction and financing options needed to re- rehabilitate the 140-year-old structure. Oh, okay, so that they during the next 18 uh, months they're gonna. Ugh. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think the whole thing back because you know what the California Historical Society will be heading it, but they're going to be under the umbrella uh, San Francisco Events. This California Historical Society will help lead a project to restore the old mint. Ah, forget everything I just said. According to the city's Office of Economic and Workforce Development, there's a bureaucracy. Uh, Also an OEWD. Oh, I hate those. I don't know what that is, but uh, I think you need to wear body armor. The collaboration between... Like how we just anyway, gave a bunch of information and took it right back. The more the more I read about this, the more it's there's going to be tons of 
uh, bureaucracy and right. They're taking take eighteen months to kind of right. Take eighteen months from to figure out what they're going to do. Right, man. And, and I even was then, they're excited that's about just the to come press up with passes the you were going to get us for the opening gala. Yeah, where's our press pass for this thing that doesn't <laughs> exist? <laughs> it's kinda, right there. What kind of throng leader are you? They got a lot of letters in here, but they don't say what they stand for. So I'm going to say the city's <laughs> office of economic and workforce development, the EOWD, like that. That's a city bureaucracy that Ed Lee started. So this ought to be great. Yeah. Forget the whole thing. It's never going to work. Just take the snip, tour. Snip, 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 snip. That's what I was saying. The reason why I was a little ne- negative about it, and I know mm-hmm. we're moving on, but I'm always digressing. Uh, the reason why I was a little negative is because it is so close to that epicenter, where all that epicenter is is, oh, yay, tourism, money, yeah. Blah, you know. So, it's, of course, it's not going to be great. Do you know they could just no? Uh, uh, listen, they could they could plow that to the ground and you build have a no new idea Abercrombie. What you're about. They could no, plow it to the ground and <laughs> make a new that. Abercrombie and make a lot more money. That could be an Apple store. What no, would it take for I, you to sell out? I mean, the mint's got to be like a national <laughs> landmark, right? Like, yeah, it already is bu- a national there's landmark. There's certain buildings, Pete. They can't tear they down. Can't do they can't. To it. Yeah. Make I know. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying anything that that whole vibe is there. So it's going to. I mean, it's going to. They actually have to restore it. They've got to restore this because it's a national landmark. So it'll be cool, but it's just going to take forever. About the time we get the, oh, I don't know, the R-line running <laughs> from uh, the financial <laughs> district to Seacliff. But it's about the time that gets done, this thing will be done. It'll be a great time for, I'll be an old man going, I remember when photographs were on paper. And then I'll tell you to, no, didn't have a joke. <laughs> Still want a press pass, even if we're 90. We'll get you a press pass. <laughs> If you're able to get Brian Boyd, go around. Be... I'll have gray hair. I'll be going around the city with a megaphone. Well, by that time, <laughs> just yelling, Brian B, Brian. <laughs> by that time, the only thing that's going to last, Bridal Fitness Coach. <laughs> Let me tell you about Bridal Fitness Coach. You know what? Please, what? for the love of God, tell me those about future generations are but still going to be. Or are you going to take it right <laughs> back afterwards? You after you. <laughs> Here's the thing, because no matter what time we're in. What Whether it be modern times or future love. times. Is love, sweet love. Okay. No, it's going to be about the bride. It's always about the bride. Needs now. So. Is love, sweet love. But what the bride needs is bridal fitness coach. No, not just the sun. They need bridal fitness coach so they can become strong, no, we don't need happy, healthy. Women. A growing waistline. <laughs> there are oceans. Bridal Fitness Coach knows you want to look and feel amazing on the most important day of your life, but why not go beyond that? Till the end of time. If you go with Bridal Fitness Coach, it's about making a commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your life. I like this. Sweet skinny brides. Whether your wedding day is next year or next month, Bridal Fitness Coach is there to make sure you're looking and feeling Fabulous, sweet, fabulous. No, you could have gone. Well, I thought you were at the end of these. That that part of the song before the bridge where you go, fabulous. How's it going? I don't know. (laughs) 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 Are you gonna keep going? That was good. You guys should. You guys are harmonizing. No, I was unisoning. Yeah, she was unisoning. Unisoning. You don't know nothing. I don't. Musicians. Okay. You stick to your podcast. Okay. Well, (laughs) they make some make some music. (laughs) 
With a bridal fitness trainer by your side, you can stop worrying about fitting into that special dress. You will be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, time frame, and budget. To make it more convenient, you can be trained at a gym with private access, in your home, in your office, or over the internet using Skype or FaceTime. And not only does she train brides, she trades bridal parties and grooms too. And harp. <laughs> to schedule a free consultation, go to bridalfitnesscoach.com or call 415-317-6827. Bridal Fitness Coach. Make commitment. Oh, man, that deserves, that deserves applause. High five, baby. Good job, us. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know how much you paid for that? 99 cents for a Grape Arizona, which I'm waiting for next week. All right. I'll get you two. <laughs> like a raise. You're I got to give a up raise. a sugar high. You see that? I got a raise. Did you know? Okay. <laughs> Did you- All right. Who's the, who's, the, who's the Arizona winner in this family? <laughs> the Arizona winner. He can bring I home the Arizona. The- dun, 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 dun. And I wear the Arizona pants. I, You know. What? That's the only jeans I wear, Arizona jeans from JCPenney. <laughs> oh, my God. They fit me perfectly. <laughs> they fit your budget and your lifestyle. That's right. <laughs> Did you just get banana Absolutely. mush on my microphone? No, no, no. It was spit, but I was wiping it off. <laughs> we're the worst people ever. Did you guys know there was supposed to be a theme tonight? No, no, no. Yeah, there was. And I, I like bananas? how I said that like Gus, Gus, Gus. No, no, no. Who's Gus, Gus, Gus? What do you mean, who's Gus Gus? You're Mr. Disney. You mean the the fat rat. The fat mouse. Oh, Oh, no, no. Gus Gus. You mean from Aristocats? No. Son? Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh, that's right. I didn't care for Cinderella. Little chubby one. What? What? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you? It's one of the best ones. No, no. Well, okay. Do we have to do this again? He does, just to let you know, he does kind of look like the evil stepmother. Jungle Book, we can all agree, is the greatest Disney movie. Uh, you know what? Yeah, okay, all right. It's up there. It's up there. As the greatest, I can't, yes. No, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, but I'm sorry. Mary Poppins? No, we're talking just good. strictly animated. animated films. Films. Animated movies. Lion King? I know it's past King's your time. Lion King's not as good as, no, Lion King isn't as good as Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is number two. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a Beauty and the Beast statement. is fantastic. Well, yeah, because she's French and whatever. Oh yeah, she's she. I got You know, I don't know if you know this, Lizzie, but all the guys have a favorite Disney Disney girl. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Who's yeah. mine? Hang on. I, I already know Disney who yours girl. is. What do you mean? I, I can just tell who yours is. You, wait, 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 you wait, like wait. Jasmine from Aladdin? Nah, yeah, you nah, do. I mean, yeah, the nose kind of gets you. I was, you. I think, more of a Belle. She was pretty. F- 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 <laughs> um, but no, 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 no. Oh my God, oh. this is a wild card. You're not ready for this. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Who do you think it is? Demi Moore from Hunchback of Notre Dame. No. Okay, go ahead. 101 Dalmatians. Not Corolla DeVille. The wife? Yeah. He likes him plain. What do you mean? She's not plain. She's just pretty plain. She's, just because she's white? She kind of looks like Belle. She's pasty. She's not pasty. She's pasty. She's a British girl. Lizzie's not British. She's pasty. She's not pasty. <laughs> <laughs> she's white as a cracker. You, Lizzie? Oh, you know, some sort of Western European mutt. Uh-huh. Okay. 
See? <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl. She's like rubbing her eye. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm just very cute. I don't know. Whatever. Where are we? Is it time to go yet? You make me sound so dumb. You're the dumb one in the family. (laughs) Sorry to tell you. Um, Dare you? Wait, he just said who was he talking? Home the Arizona. Who did he bring up again? I already forgot who you said. One hundred and one Dalmatians. Oh, the hundred and one Dalmatians one. Where's your? Where's your? Look up. Look up the lady, the girl from a hundred and one Dalmatians. With her hat and everything in the rain. Remember you just like that. You found that feminine and you like that. The way Marilyn Monroe would flick the microphone before she sang to JFK. What? You thought that wearing the hat and the and the, the way they drew her motion, you like. You're attracted okay, to Okay, yeah, all right, maybe. Yes. Maybe, all right. But when Belle is helping the beast with, she's fixing oh. his arm and he goes, and she, like, she, and she puts her hair behind her ear. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, this one? Hair behind the ear? Sure. Yeah. Look at her wet. <laughs> this is a weird conversation. Pete likes frail women. Listen, just I'm just saying. You like I, who you I, like. I think you like dancers, so well, I guess that's why he brought up Mary Poppins. No. Do you step in toim? I could. I could do a mean step in toim. Do you say? Oh my god! I don't want to be a part of this conversation. This is weird. Okay, you enough would of that. Love it. Look at my accent. Blah 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 blah. Look at. My- Okay. Hey, want to talk yes. about the topic? Desperately. Do you really? No. Is it that much? No. Yeah, it was rough this week. Um, <laughs> the reason why I brought this up, everything. Well, there's two reasons. First of all, Westlake Joe's said they were too busy. I think they were big time in us. They said they were just too busy since they've reopened. They're constantly swamped, and they just couldn't fit us in. Now, if we were somebody, they would be happy to have us, unless they like Brian Boitano. Have have heard us. If we like, were Brian Boitano, yuck, you know, I bet you if Brian Boitano said, "Hey, I'm doing a podcast. I'd love to come in to promote you guys," they would have him in. They could find a place for him in the lounge, which is where we wanted to do it. Was in the lounge. In the lounge. And I told them we were bringing in a group of people to eat too. We were bringing it. We were going to give. We were going to pay to do a remote at Westlake Joe's, and they said no. Now everyone's been like, yeah, but I'm sure they're busy. I'm sure they're busy. But then I, I, I thought, yeah, okay. But now I'm starting to think, no, they're just big time in us. They don't want to, yeah, well, who are we? Well, have you even gone in? Yeah. Okay. Did they seem busy? Y- yeah. <laughs> so what are you saying? What I'm saying is if Did we were, also if we were someone else, they would make room. Do you understand, Throng? This is, this is a cry for help. You need to get us no, bigger. This is kind of so a cry for a boycott, them. actually. Here's what I'm thinking, though. <laughs> this is what I was saying, going back to my earlier point. I think they have heard us, and it's not that we're not big time. It's just that we're like, we're kind of so well, rough I, and tumble. I did send them a- We are pretty rough I and tumble. I sent them a link, but I sent them to a link to a good episode. <laughs> which which one? I don't remember, but I- It had me on it, when obviously. I, when I send out links, I make sure it's the one that starts off quick. Maybe you weren't on it. Were you- How dare you? Well, I'm thinking, you know who's really good for- I'm the life of this. I'm not arguing that. We tend to start off... We, we, we have good episodes. I think somewhere in here we might have said something entertaining. I doubt it. But... Last week was okay. You know who's really good for right out of the gate? Who? Michelle Thomas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. very good right out of the gate because she's a lot like Coco was. She laughs right away and... And the other thing... Well, I laugh right away. But no, you it, know, it, you're telling jokes right away. But I, uh, I don't bring very much to the table. Actually, uh, you bring but, quite a bit. But we kind of warm up. Here's the yes, but here's the other thing too. Having a girl as the main whatever adds some sort of 
Yes. They're not as creepy. You know what absolutely, I'm saying? If it's absolutely. just two oh, dudes, they're like, they're nice eh, kind of creeps. That's why I like, wish Lizzie was talking a little more tonight. You guys because... are definitely creeps. No, I know that, but you add some sort of foot in the door. Wow. I hurt now. What? No, no, no. The truth shall <laughs> set us free. We can be creep free. We can be free creeps. But what I'm saying is, really you, add some sort of, you add some sort of, uh, uh, um, which is hard for me to say this, but. Yeah, uh, we, we can tell you can't get it out. Va- validity. You add some sort of validity to it. Yeah, I would say a woman's voice is more. Um, right, they're like. You know, it is, oh, it's they're not like They're not like alone, you know, creeping people out and stuff, you know, like. Uh, In like a room. Some sort of. Looking at her black and white photos we've taken with a long lens. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm not scared of you guys. I mean, I am. If, we, if but... it was. A, no, you should. <laughs> but if it was just the two of us. <laughs> if it was just the two of us, we would have some just sort of. Just the two of us. Oh, my gosh. If it's just the two of us, eventually we would, four episodes in, we would shoot off into some weird conspiracy conspiracy theory show where all we're doing is talking about, you know, you're on, you're on duty of snipping out, you're on the duty of snipping out (laughs) words from magazines and I'll paste them. Okay. So you're about the pasties. I'm about the pasties. Okay. Have we sang this song on here before? You and I. Like we have. Does that sound like a harp? No. Okay. Did we ever get to the topic? No. What's the topic? Well, this week, uh, there were some major changes in Bay Area radio. Oh, right. The most profitable radio station... In San Francisco, KGO for years was essentially gutted of uh, its news. It was it's a news station, you know, news talk, and it was gutted of its news people. And its big morning guy, Ron Owens, uh, got sent to one of the other stations that Cumulus owns, KGO. And uh, guys, I listened to actually from over at nine ten, which was next door here to our building. The iHeart Radio company uh-huh. is right next door to the bomb shelter. Um, they're moving over now to this uh, KGO station. Okay. So it looks like they're going to a talk format instead of a news format. Right. They also are doing something to KFOG, and we don't know what's going to happen yet with now, KFOG. But they, they the cut a lot of the on-air years, talent uh, from KFOG, fired they, them as well. Annalise and... In the last two and a half years, they went from the most profitable to now they're out of money. And that's why they're making changes. So they did have to... Okay. Yeah. But, but it was because they were purchased by Cumulus. And this is, what, this is why I bring it up. It's an interesting story about what these big... Remember two weeks ago when Tony Long was here and he was saying yeah. all of the radio stations, TV stations, and, and newspapers are owned by just a handful of companies? Well, right. this is a perfect example of that. Right. And apparently, but I, what, I think we both see eye to eye, which is a little interesting to me because you're always so anti... You know, you. pinko, you oh. know, whatever. Anti, you know, you know. That's not true. I'm very much a, uh, yeah, I'm anti-pinko. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So you understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, my my, my anti-established anti- feeling about this is, is very similar to yours, I think. Yeah. Um, see, that's the thing. It, it, this show is not political, but the, I'm going to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. The political correct speech. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, it's amazing. Bothers me for several reasons, one of which is... The really bad people learn what not to say, and you don't know that they're the bad people. When I was first started in construction, the first crew I worked for 
were great guys. It was a large crew of great guys, and everyone in you know different backgrounds, and everyone seemed good guys. And then I worked for another company, and I hear guys making racial slurs and telling racial jokes, and they weren't doing it with their friends of different backgrounds, and you know jacking with each other. These guys were racists, right. and it was my first real time. That was the first time I was actually ever in an environment of racist white guys, and it was kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. Especially because you're from San Francisco, and we are yeah. kind of sheltered from that a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're sheltered from black people. We keep them over in Oakland. Right. But what I'm saying is some people get offended by the stuff, I, my jokes that I say. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think of a an analogy for that. Okay. Let's say you're in a group of friends that are all Democrats and voted for Barack Obama and you're all in a group and have a dinner party or whatever like that. And something bad happens at the dinner party. Someone spills something. Okay? And someone goes, thanks a lot, Obama. Now, no one there really blames Barack Obama for the spill. The word you're for looking the spill. for is context. Yes, exactly. Context. And everyone knows that they're what they're doing is making fun of the people who don't like Barack Obama right. for blaming him for everything. Right. The point is, if you're in a group of like-minded people and you say something that the other people think, it, the context is, oh, we're making fun of those other people. Right. Now, we come back to me making my racial jokes or my misogynistic jokes. That means about she that. She likes massages. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that means it's, it's mean to women, you know, for you with your smaller woman brain. Oh, wow, understand. never heard of that. Okay, so <laughs> if I say something like that or if I were to use a um, racial stereotype to try to make an, a point or an argument, it is clear that what I am doing is using what pe- racist people say to make my point. Right. But people don't get that. No, no, no. They do get that. But here's what's happened. Um, we were going to talk about radio I'm ready for this conversation, but I thought we were going to talk about other things. But I'm excited for whatever. So well, you'll I'm, see. Yeah. I'm going to bring it all around. Remember, right you're here. the leader of the throng, so steer us correctly, Captain. Um, I don't think it's because people don't know that you're not joking. It's because, number one, I think the biggest thing is is just it's the modern-day witch hunt. Once we smell blood in the water of, oh, you're not supposed to do that because they don't think you're supposed to, they don't like you. They're going in. I'm going to go in and get some get some blood as well. It's it's the witch hunt mentality. It's just everybody's, you know what I mean? Does that does that make sense? I think people know it, I understand it, though. what you're saying, but I, 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 think I don't people, think they do. I honestly don't think they do. I think new generations don't, but I think older ge- generations do. But I think a lot of times they're just concerned about the bottom line so much that we're willing to tab dance for the young younger people who are ignorant. Wow, that sounds like that should be song lyric, shouldn't it? Been what telling Pete he should rap because he's what did he so just say again? He can't actually fit it all into a normal song. <laughs> what did he just say again? I want to play this back to remember what you just said. What I'm saying is the older people, yes, you know, I'd say 26 or above is older. St- uh, those older ish. I'm not saying old. I'm saying they're older in this context. Older than you? No. I mean, older than the people who are younger than you. Yes. Okay. Older than the people who are younger than those people. Now, listen. Take the context. Um, What I'm saying is those people understand context, but they know the younger crowd don't. Okay. And they know the younger crowd are ignorant to it, but they're afraid of what the younger crowd has monetarily and what they have as far as swaying culture and whatever. And so everyone's just kowtowing and bowing down to to being afraid of the giant wave of young people and, and the young money and what that represents. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and not to dismiss what you've just said, 
but I tuned you out about three minutes ago because <laughs> I just remembered why I brought this up. <laughs> but I'm saying, do you understand what I'm saying? I understand saying? what you're saying. I don't know if I agree. I think people do know somewhere in there. Well, all I'm saying is this, and the reason why I brought that up is as we go further down this hole, I was watching a documentary last night. Um, hey. And here's some San Francisco stuff for you. What's wrong? <laughs> What? The? SK just eat. <laughs> what did I do? You were, I did? Yeah. I went E? <laughs> Am I, is this something between the two fun, of you? It's my, it All makes right. fun of me because it's my like happy noise. <laughs> like when something nice happens. I'm she like, just, e. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was, there was a thing about the Marin Headlands on TV last night. A documentary about it and it went all the way back to preserving it so it didn't become developed back in she the went f- hiking there yesterday oh did you it's my favorite place well that's a lot of people's favorite place now right after world war ii when levittown was getting built on the east coast there were people wanting worried that the the whole you know inverness and all along up to point Reyes was going to get filled in so people started doing things about it and there was going to be a development called marincello Sounds delicious. Well, actually, they showed models of it. Sounds like a planned house housing community. Absolutely, it was it, it was a planned community. Now, what was interesting is or the developers, the original developers, were trying to integrate new technologies and and buildings into the environment at the Marin Headlands. They were going to actually have high rises, but there were all these open areas, and they were trying to bring man's way of living into the environment and make the two work together. Whether that would have worked or not, whether the technology would have worked or not, is not what I'm addressing. What I'm addressing were the two sides. What happened was is the developers were backed by Gulf Oil, which mm-hmm. were in it for the money. Mm-hmm. So, and this is what I always say, the left says that developers are greedy and you know, big corporations are evil and greedy. Mm-hmm. I certainly am not going to argue with that. Sure. Okay? But the right says that the left doesn't understand supply and demand. Right. They don't they don't the way they, and that you know and incentives and that sort of thing. And I'm agreeing I on both sides. I can't argue right? exactly. You can't argue with either of those. So I'm looking at the two sides that we're talking about it and there was a there was a freshman uh, senator or, or congressman that was heading it off. I see how why you're bringing this back to the radio. Okay, program. yeah. So what I When I was looking at that, I thought, that is a really cool idea. Maybe it can be done. Maybe it can't. Right. Why don't both the environmentalists who were, no, I, I've taken the side of environmentalists. Therefore, no development ever. Right. Because that is evil and contrary to the, the tribe I'm in. Right. And the developers are, well, you're taking away my rights and blah, blah, I should be able to do what I want with my land. And, blah, 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 blah. and there's, no, there's no discussion. There's no compromising. There's no NASA. NASA filled, was filled with guys in the 60s with giant egos, and they were able to get past all that and get people on the moon. These guys can't figure a way to get the environment and man's buildings to work together and not have horrible things happen. They can't work at that together because they've both taken their sides. Right. Okay, so now and you see where I'm going with this. Yeah. With radio and the corporations, the art versus the business. I listen to the radio. And I listen to the radio for the entertainment value. That's the art side of it. Right. And you always hear the, uh, the, the, you know, the talent in radio talk about how the, the management side of it, they're, they're imbeciles. And frankly, can't I can't, argue, I can't with argue with that either. Right. So 
But when a business is not making money, what You've do you You've got to do something about it. Exactly. I, 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 and I'm not all the way one way or another, but right, I, I do know Clear Channel, you yeah. know, and, and companies like it, like Cumulus and all these other whatever, yeah. who can't touch us because you're not allowed. Um, you so know, we're, all, we're, we're like pirates, man. Yeah, bro. Who, do you hear something? Um, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> and no one hears us. <laughs> yes, that's okay. But what I'm saying is, have you ever seen the documentary Before the Music Dies? No, it's a, it's a magical, it's a propaganda piece. But at the same time, it's true, <laughs> and it really is yeah. as propaganda e as it is. It's true. And what one of the things it was talking about is how Clear Channel came in and started just buying up, buying up, buying exactly. up, buying up, buying up for, and for now more than have, the things were worth. Right. And now, once they got big enough, they had a model. Okay, this is the format we're going to go with. This is the model. If you're not hitting this quota, you must be not doing the model right. 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 Let's throw that away. Let's do this other model. And that's not the way it really works. Zappa was talking in an interview a little while, uh, a little while ago. A little while before ago, he died. So, yeah. uh, Zappa was talking. So wait, in an it was before he died. It was I'm Zappa. pretty sure. Okay, that way I can you know research it. All right. right. Good. He was talking in an interview about the changes in the music business and pretty much what had happened was in the 60s, the reason why a bunch of stuff, this, a bunch of weird stuff got popular is because the suits, the people with the money were like, oh, I don't know, just try something, go ahead, you know, and they let people who were experimental put it out there. Right. The people who wanted to hear that bought it and got into the hippie stuff and got into that. But at that point, now what what had happened is those hippies got got older and they became- They grew ponytails. They grew ponytails. Now that hippie- because he's got long hair, he must know how to recreate exactly the the reason why the 60s became such a musical boom. Why don't we say, you hippie guy, you're in charge now, and do the exact same thing. And the bottom line is, is trying to follow the model is not the way it is. And that's 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 the why Google and Facebook and all this other stuff about how I'm going to find your information and market exactly perfectly to you does not work. It's creepy and it's awful and it's... And what's more... Is I tuned you out again about three minutes ago. So I'm very glad. You know what I realized? I, I realized what it is. I know I go on rants, and, and I appreciate yes. that you're the. You have to be the the humor to interject and and take some air out of the balloon. But at the same time, it is it is what it is. You know we're we're having what a good back and forth. But I'm just saying. I know I'm teasing you. I did know. I did I make you feel bad? No, no. I, you're gonna I'm, squirt some. I'm gonna write some sort of a <laughs> write a song about it. about it. Okay, so. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, creative people are creative people, and business people are business people. And both sides are important. Yes. Both sides are important. The problem is both sides think they're the only thing. Mm. But oh, like you were saying with the radio, oh, the radio station thing. I was reading the article about this because this week a bunch of articles came out about it. And Cumulus, and actually they all started doing this. Not only were they buying up all the radio stations, they were buying them for far more than they were worth. So they were bringing on debt to lower the debt, that's why there's five radio stations in that building next door to us right now. Nice. They took them out of their own buildings. They sold everything down to pens and paper clips in their old buildings and put them all into one thing. And then very often they also syndicated and, you know, have right. wherever they are, there's a flagship and they're the DJ for the whole country. Right. This was all in order to get rid of the overhead that was this debt that they had incurred. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. The money they made by selling the real property from these stations they bought, they did not put into paying off their debt. Instead, they gave themselves bonuses. Nice. So they are still in debt. Nice. Oh, my God. Many of them are billions of dollars underwater. Nice. So, So not only is 
there are a good chance we're going to lose whatever it is we like to listen to, whether you like talk, whether you like rock, country, hip-hop, whatever it is, we might lose radio stations altogether. I hope we do. Is that a horrible thing to say? No, I would like to see what your, what your reason is on that. Because radio as we know it is over the way the way the format has been. It cannot be... Oh, Which is it what? Must be, the same way it's always been where it's just like, okay, try this format, try this format, or people are going to listen to if we get the right thing. That's not really true in most cases. For a few cases, that's there's a, some differences. 98.1, Kiss FM, even though they play the same songs over and over, they're songs that a lot a lot of people actually Is that top like. 40? No, it's it's uh, uh, 80s, 90s, 70s, 80s, 90s R&B. So you got people and, at and work like who have their nostalgia like, right, locked right, into right, 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 Gotcha. Right. There are some some talk radio people, but a lot of those people are now shifting to podcasts, not this one, but to podcasts <laughs> anyway. You right. know what I mean? Like, you know, like Anthony Cumia, you know, and he's finding his own because he had an established following already. He's got his own lucrative business that doesn't have anything to do with any broadcast at all. Yeah, but does he have an Amazon button? He doesn't, I don't believe. I think he probably does. He I think does. everyone does. He's probably got it throughout instead of just yeah, in the home. But no bridal fitness coach. Uh, no, I think he does, actually. Oh, well, okay. um, I give up. Let's close it down. Tammy Fox has actually reached out to him. <laughs> Thank you, Tammy, wherever you are, by the way, for allowing us to keep, you know, even though we don't bring you anything. Um, but what I'm saying is... Um, completely one-sided. Right? <laughs> sure, guys, I guess, whatever. Um, but... um. What I'm saying is the the format is old, yeah. and they're trying to just sink money into it because rather than letting their ego slip or whatever, they just say, you know, get this new big shot in there. He's going to go and fix everybody and cut fire those people and blah, blah, blah. And we're just going to try again with a different format. Knock it off. But it's why, not working. But why is it no longer Surrender. Working? Did it ever because work? People, because, no, because technology changed. No, okay, no, I wait, don't hold on a second. You said no. So you're saying it never worked or it did work at it one time? It did. It totally okay, when did. When did that change? The technology worked for a long time up until, I'd say, the last five to ten years. People aren't listening to radio as much anymore. Because of the internet? Because of the internet. Because I have a phone in my pocket right now that can get me sound bites and sound clips and new information and news and all that stuff. I don't need to listen to some radio when and you... listen to the commercials and, and all that stuff anyway. Doesn't that require effort, though? No. No? No. Because I can just look it up and Because just turning on a radio and letting it go while you do your thing is very easy. Right, but here's the thing. To match how awful it's been for them, they've had to pump in more commercials, which makes most and people tune thing. out anyway. That's exactly right. You know what? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Amazon button. Say you want to buy something on Amazon. Oh, no! <laughs> You're part of the machine, Here's man. what you do. You want to go to Amazon button. Now, you could go to the homepage uh -huh. at skmorton.com. Or maybe you're on the page that you're the listening podcast, to this very podcast right. right now. You look over in the right-hand column, boom, there's going to be an Amazon button right I there. I want to buy some snoozles. No matter where you see, exactly, you want snoozles. No matter where you see that button on skmorton.com, whether it be the homepage or another page. What, is, what, is, what does that person do? They click on the Amazon button. Exactly. It's going to take them right to Amazon. Mm -hmm. They buy snoozles. They buy schnizzles. No, they, they don't buy, buy schnizzles. Oh, they buy schnizzles, my friend. Oh. I've been getting I've, the metrics on this. I've been getting them on, like... Schnizzles through the, the roof. Want to wet eggs on a baranda? That's the name of this one. Schnizzles through the roof. There are there are more schnizzles, I guess. There's schnizzles? Not, there's schnizzles? Most people still get their schnizzles from There's like even schnauzer. Places. And then they buy their things. They buy it? Amazon looks at this and says, hey, they sold a lot of schnizzles and schnoozles and schnauzer. Right. You know what? 
why don't we give them a little little bit back? There's a percentage. Now, <clears throat> this percentage is different for each thing you buy. A schnoozle might have a higher percentage than a schnoozle, but there's a little bit something Schnauzers there. Schnauzers usually have the most. Schna- well, yeah, that goes without saying. Well, because they've got a foothold in the market. Right. They kick that down to us. We get a little bit. We're able to keep the, the podcast going. Now, we get enough people who click on that Amazon button at skmorton.com. We get enough income coming from that. Not only are we able to pay the lighting, pay the rent, and that sort of Now, maybe we can start putting it into little our gifts that we talk about with our contests or giving <laughs> something back. Maybe even paying Pete. I doubt it. Well, you never know what happens. If we can get the if we can get the lousy out to people to know about this, they click on the Amazon. You button. hear that throng? My monetary well being rests in your hands. Exactly. So go ahead and click on the Amazon button at skmorton.com and uh, the rest is a mystery. So what were we blithering about? Well, what you were saying is that the the, the model, the business model. Uh, I don't know very much what I'm talking about. That's but what I'm saying. The technology is, is outdated. Um, I don't think the technology would matter if you heard more radio stations that played things you want to hear. That's what I'm thinking about. That's the other thing. Like we were talking so before that's, the that's show. I, there's, two, there's the technology and then there's the model. I think model. that's the major thing because you're going to go, I mean, if something's interesting, you're going to go wherever it is to find the thing that's interesting. Exactly. This American Life is a huge podcast. Mm-hmm. But it, you can also hear it on NPR. Right. The thing is, with the podcast, you can hear it on demand. And not just on demand. Yeah, you can search out those things. That DJ who always plays that weird stuff that I like. But you also have to suffer through commercials. And we're kind of spoiled. I mean, when I, a year ago, I was getting really miffed <laughs> about how uh, YouTube clips, would I would have to like wait five seconds and then click, you know, skip this ad. You know what right, I mean? And yeah, get yeah. really upset <laughs> about it. Like, oh, geez, with these ads. You know, what a spoiled brat I am. You know what I mean? Like, that's... And I think that I'm I'm probably not the only one who... Yeah, but it used to be the commercials would come on and you'd have another radio station that was interesting yeah, enough. Yeah, exactly. you'd, you'd flip, flip to over that. to your next one, yeah. So Unless it was top two, of the hour. Then you're like, oh, crap, everyone's at commercial or doing the news. But that's what I'm saying. The, the fact is, is that you can only find one source right now, one or two that are any good, and yeah. even then, you know. Well, let me ask you guys, because you're a little younger than me. By the way, the other night at the album release party and everything, both of you guys played music that I enjoyed. Oh, and, I, and I'm an old like that. But your Wait, music, it go one more time. I'm okay. <laughs> I think that's good. <laughs> yours, I gotta say, Lizzie, yours. I was very well. I wasn't that. Um, I wasn't surprised that night because I had heard your stuff on on the internet. As a matter of fact, remind so the song. Music. So I had a uh, an album release party with yes. my rapper friend One Word. We we just dropped an album, and Lizzie's car, Lizzie's car band, her band, um, was one of the bands that played that night. Too. Right. They were. And I, I always hesitate to say this to musicians because I know you guys. You know, you work hard at what you sound, but I happen to like. For the most part, a catchy music, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Right. Something that does have a hook. And I know right. that's not supposed to be cool, but yeah, I like I call it audio no, no, no. sour. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. a it's got a cool sound to it and different. I like that. Plus the musicianship that came, went along with it for the show was very much enjoyable. Pete, you guys are playing hip hop, and my last rap album was UTFO. Wait, 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 which one's that? Roxanne, Roxanne? No, I don't remember okay. any of these things. Okay, that was a whole thing. That's what I'm saying. That would be wait, wait, now wait, wait, considered wait, wait, wait. old school rap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. I mean, yeah, I was yeah. really into. Before it was called hip hop, we just <laughs> called it rap, and I had that the cool mo D and the 
the uh, LL Cool Eric J and, and Rakim and, and all that. Yeah, all that kind of the Fat Boys, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But then I heard what you guys did, and the mix of the the powerful voice and the way that one word was rapping with that rapid fire. Yeah, yeah, he's it insane. makes the old school stuff sound very quaint. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And very simplistic. The way they were able to rattle things off now, and I will say, when I hear Eminem, and I I was blown away when I heard Eminem, the way he did it. I guess what I'm trying to say is... um, Some things restore your faith in music, and we did that? No. In fact, we probably have to cut that whole tangent out, because all I was getting at was... No, people want to hear about how awesome we are. No, no. All I was getting at was that we have a little bit of a distance between us in in how radio was when we were coming up when i was a kid there was a san francisco radio station called kfrc it was top 40 and it played michael jackson hall and oates acdc the everly brothers queen popular music wasn't divided up as much as it is now you know you you go from no parking on the dance floor to you know, man eater, or man eater, right. yeah, or and whip it, and then you know something from the Thompson Twins. That's w- that's what we had, and as I got out of high school, I noticed that it started to divide up more, and it kind of did come when as rap became more popular because a lot of people did think rap was going to be a flash in the pan, didn't think it had staying power. More and more stations changed. Uh, KMEL used to be a hard rock station. I remember that, and then it got more of a mix. They started bringing in more of the hip hop. Remember KOME? KOME, another big rock station. There right. were the KRQR, there which was is now KSJO. Alice. KSJO. KSJO. So that's that's. And that I'm, I'm going to say that same thing. Yes. To, I was that's telling. That's what I was I trying was to pull him. out of you. So KSJO ninety two three. This is the whole format scrambling desperate move that no that turns everyone off. KSJO when I was growing up was if you want a little older stuff than what KOME was playing. KOME would play, um, you know, Green Day's Nimrod album. Well, see, that would have been a little bit later than when I was around, because KSJO was more of a Nine Inch Nails, oh, uh, well, maybe that I'm kind not. of stuff. But that's so they did that, and then I remember when it switched over, and all of a sudden, overnight, they were a you know Banda Mariachi uh, station, mm-hmm. and then now I just saw a billboard where they're Bollywood. You know what I mean? Which might get a foothold for a little while, which is lovely. With the specific instance you gave with the Bollywood kind of stuff, there is a large Indian population in the East Bay. Right. No, for sure. And they probably also, when they switched it over, there was a very large and still is a very large Mexican population. Yeah, Yeah, but there's plenty of Spanish radio. I don't know of of any Bollywood radio. Yeah. Okay, so that is actually kind of a new thing. Right. But I'm saying on the grand scheme of things, the grand picture of things, I hope it's all not successful. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. There's, I think this is actually... it'll get us closer to the bottom. I don't right. know if this is an interesting topic, but I think there it's a complex topic in that I think also... I mean, you guys make your own music. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not successful. dependent. <laughs> you're not dependent the way in the old days it was. If you were going to be a musician... Your whole goal was to get signed to a record company that will promote your stuff. Right. Well, now even if you do get signed, they're not guaranteed to do that much for you. You're probably going to have to still do most of the legwork. Right. So they're just, what, paying for studio time? Mm, they're maybe. kind of like fronting you money, maybe. Yeah, nobody and really doing a little bit. Know. That's like, what I'm saying. It's just, it's vague Like a friend now. of mine got signed to Sony, but was it was contingent, contingent on her getting X amount of followers in, in a year. Did she get it? No, she had to do everything herself, and she couldn't do it, and then they dropped her. 
So they basically signed her and then did nothing for her. It's kind of so things are changing, or maybe. I mean, that was a few years ago, so I don't know. Like right now, what's different than? I guarantee the guy who went over there to visit with her had cool spiky hair, was wearing a very nice kind of like modern shirt, was kind of hip, knew the lingo, knew the bands that she liked or sounded like, was very actually like wow, really plugged in. Because this is this is what I'm saying. It's the new version of awfulness. Where it's not some guy, big fat guy with a cigar. It's a cool guy who speaks your language. Be like a Ben Stiller and Reality Bites kind of thing. Where... I don't really remember it very much. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's the same thing that's always been happening. But now it's just a new, younger, I want to say the D word. D, you know, B word. Dwash? Yes. yes. He's a dwash. What I'm saying is, you know, <laughs> it's just a newer version of it. Because it always comes from the same part. Now, I'm not saying that that's the reason why music. Because there needs to be both sides music the art and the industry but that it's just a new it's industry masquerading as art that really bothers me it's industry masquerading as well we're going to be more specific to you we want what the what, like what did they say what did they say in the in the in the in the in the article about KGO uh, uh, gutting it, we're going to be better for, we're going to be more fitting to our listeners. Yeah, yeah, that gonna, was the. No, you're not. That was just you do the, not care the, about what your the listeners want to listen to. They fed everyone, yeah. Right. You don't care about what your listeners listen to at all. You just want money. And that's fine, but just say that. Just be honest. Just say that. No, you that. don't want them to be honest and say I that. I do. You just don't want I it to desperately exist. do. You want no, them you don't. Honest, but no, no, I desperately do. No, and as a, actually, as an artist, you right, can I'm get getting, yourself like, on the radio, but. You pay to get on, and have you been on the radio? I mean, little local radios. Have you? But I mean, oh no, I mean, I'm not like... asking like, are you serious? I mean, like, <laughs> oh, tell me the story is what I'm saying. Oh, I mean, like, I don't know, Calex. Ka- I think I was on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a couple other ones. Um, was and, that cool? And you could. Oh, I was real awkward. <laughs> really, you didn't like this? No. It wasn't that scene in that thing you do where you run in and you're all, you know, doing, you're all hugging and bouncing each other, and our songs on the radio. Wasn't that kind of a feeling? Oh no, it was small time. You but and like, your Tom Hanks but movies, too. Like, it makes good movies. And I think if you're local, you can get on KFOG. You can just submit your stuff. Not There's anymore. Radio. Not anymore. <laughs> That's what I thought when I heard that. Because I was obviously, like, okay, well, so much because for putting the new if, album, which is coming out. Right, because K-Fog. obviously, if the, if the if the money is going down, something must be wrong with the format. Well, no, it's a big picture that all of these people are missing. It's well, a big picture. Let me throw something at you and see if this fits within what you're thinking here. I'm gonna. You'll be the expert for what you're talking about. <laughs> KFOG. <laughs> When I was a bo- but a boy, when I was small, K Fog actually played uh, big band music, okay. big band and swing. Mm. There were uh, there was K Fog and KSFO were the two s- stations that played that. Now, when I was a kid, you know, World War II veterans were still in the workforce. Right. Uh, as time went on, that became fewer and fewer. Now they also used to play the old radio shows, which, by the way, in a couple of weeks, Stealth Cat coming mm-hmm. up. Tune in. Nice. Um, but. They would play the old radio shows, and I'd listen. And my parents were not baby boomers. They were the generation before the baby boomers. They were between the GI generation and the baby boomers. So they had a connection to the old swing and the big band. And so I grew up listening to Sinatra and, and, and you know, Fibber McGee and Molly and The Shadow. And these were radio shows. These okay. were old. <laughs> Jack Benny. Does that okay, yeah, Edgar there Bergen right. and Charlie yeah, McCarthy? Fine. Yeah. Anyway... So when uh, KFOG switched over to rock, 
we're like, oh my goodness. That was, and then it was just KSFO, and then finally KSFO switched, and that became the last of the playing that kind of stuff. But then eventually there is there are no more swing stations in the Bay Area other yeah. than the place down on the peninsula. There's a, one uh, San Mateo College. They play it, but your radio has to pick it up. You're not going to pick it up in the North Bay. and right. I haven't heard it in San Francisco. So now that is because... Most likely, you know, that generation who would listen to that were dying out. Right. And the um, sponsors, the people who paid for the the ad time was changing because they weren't able to go after those people. And then it went over into the baby boomers had the money. Right. And so they're playing tons of Motown and, right. and tons of the uh, Peter Paul or, um, you know, the, the folk stuff from the 60s and 70s. And I can and I can see that you, a business has to change to fit. Like, right. you know, what, what KGO said does make sense. You do have to fit your people's needs. But here's the difference. They're not a DJ getting up on, on the board at 11 a.m. who's going to try some new things right, or try yeah. something. Here's something that I like. You're, you're a guy who's tuning into my DJ show. Right, Johnny I'm, Fever. Right, Johnny Fever or whatever, who's going to play this certain Booger. amount of like new stuff, right? And yes. I'm going to listen to new stuff or try out new stuff or new ideas or new talk or whatever. Which nope, is what a DJ is to, for. Right, yeah. but now it's <laughs> I have to fit into this specific amount. I'm only going to be this exact personality. I'm going to talk with this radio voice because that's... That's what's At which been point successful. You don't have a DJ, you have a host. Right. And that's why this is the problem, is because Clear Channel, all these other companies are just kind of recreate exactly what's happened. And that's why you're dying. Well, yeah, I, I wonder about that. I wonder if, if radio getting worse will help us out at all. Probably. But see, we're a little bit. I don't bit, think anyone can help us. I, I'm Personally, I'm in a little bit different of an area. All I want to do is people to listen to us and enjoy what we put out and. To share it. Kind of leave it, yeah, to share I'm it I'm sorry for that, getting so. on rants. No, it's okay. I'm going to cut you all out anyway. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 gotten... I don't know very much of what I'm talking about, but <laughs> I have a lot of passion. <laughs> Should be counted for something. I've got two or three good <laughs> jokes that I'm just going to cut out around, and that'll be Okay, it. awesome. We do, uh, by the way, have a friend of the show, uh, Sandy Steck, who is the morning personality for 101.3. Is it 101.3 or 103.1? We've been trying to get her on. She had knee surgery a while back, and has been acting up again. So hope you feel better, Sandy. Uh, I will be sending you oh, yeah, the no, link after, to this particular. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I would like to get her. her, her I would love to. Get her I, um, honestly, thoughts on this because it's going you know, to impact her personally. And I would be ready to just have her say, Pete, you're 100% wrong. And I will I will slink down into right. my, into my well, tiny we'll see, chair. We'll see if we can get it over to her and see if she'll listen and okay. give us some feedback on it. Maybe we can get her in here one of these days. I'd also love Tony's uh, uh I did too, too. And I didn't get an. Uh, he was on the uh, list for the audience today. Okay. And I think what happened was the throng got a hold of him. And you know how he's a union guy. They said, <laughs> we're not going. We're boycotting the audience. And he went, all right, I'm not crossing that line. Right. So anyway, yeah, I was kind of hoping to talk a little bit about, you know, my history and ba- the radio stations I had when I was a kid and Dr. Don Rose. And I had solicited people on uh, Facebook that I knew from high school. Hey, got any memories about, right, you know, right, the old, right, right, right. but nothing really came in. So we'll cut this thing together and uh, see if we can have something <laughs> interesting about it. So let's talk about what you've got upcoming first, Lizzie. Oh, I have a single coming out. Uh, it's called Bitter Lemon, and it will be Very on my song. SoundCloud uh, to listen for free. But you can only download it if you pre-order my album. It'll be up for pre-order on April 9th on iTunes. And uh, when it comes out, the album will be nine ninety nine, but the pre-order is six ninety nine, And you get 12 songs, and um, it'll officially be out May 15th. What's the name of the album? Like It's Bad. 
Oh, okay. So this is the album I've been working on for a long time. But right. the single will be out, um, I think, by the time this podcast is up. And uh, then we'll have a video up in a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, then we'll keep that in mind. Uh, and Pedro, um, what do you got coming up? I've got a few things. I've got on Thursday, April 7th, I'm actually doing two different shows at uh, Eureka Bar. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them in Cupertino, the new one, the, and that's at 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. I'll be playing two-hour set. And then Eureka in Concord on the 21st of April, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then I also will be on uh, Mutiny Radio. Oh, which really? Is, which is, you know, a little internet radio. Yeah, well. yeah, I'm aware. Pam, uh, uh, the Pamtastic Comedy Show on Friday nights. Um, I'm on I a Thursday between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. <laughs> And are you yeah, going to be playing music? What are you going to be doing? Playing music and talking. There's a guy, uh, David Colon. He's a really good guy, um, and he's also a musician. And uh, really he had me musician. on about yeah, he had me on about a year and a half ago. And I'm going to go back and chat with him about other things. Uh, all right. Well, then um, should bring David in here. Actually, he would. Yeah. All you right. Guys would you guys would bring him in? Yeah. I'll show you the schedule. We got some uh, to be determined in here. Let's fill him in. To, we need to get Pollyann's. Mr. Telly Prego himself back in here. Yeah, bring him back in. There's a lot of people we'd like to have in, but apparently the uh, throng keeps getting to him. So uh, Babette wasn't here. She was sick tonight, but I know if she were. Mm. What do you think she would say if Babette were here right now? SK, I think it's time we need to go home. I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) I like Paul Newman. (laughs) And Chris Hemsworth. And Chris Hemsworth. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> She's gonna kill me. <laughs> okay. In San Francisco. Beautiful song. Very. You never hear it anymore on KSFO or K5. Nope. Okay. So again, as a recap, Lizzie's got her single coming out on SoundCloud. Bitter Lemon. And the download has come for the album's coming out here pretty soon. Pre-order it for six ninety-nine. Um, Piedro at two of the Eurekas, one at Cupertino and one at Concord. The one at Cupertino on the April seventh, the one at Concord on the twenty-first. Two-hour sets. That'll be good. And you're gonna be on Mutiny Radio. Yes. Which is a little April bit of a competition 28th. of this this show. A little bit. No, you guys will get a little bit. Also, uh, send your. Uh, comments, emails to skmortonpodcast at gmail. Also, if you're listening on Stitcher, remember to press the little heart thing because that puts us up higher on the list and more people will listen. Drama mama, reach out to me. Exactly. Uh, and if you know Brian Boitano, get on it. And we know you do, so yeah. stop lying to us. <laughs> so uh, this is pretty fun. Should we do it again? I think so. Okay, what do you well, think, Liz? Liz. You heard me. I'm into it. We'll do it one more time. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco, your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. (laughs) Free-range gluten-free buggy whips. No one wants those anymore.
Wanna go find my paper and pencil? I masticate better than anybody else. Yeah, we're out of it today, but it's okay. It's fine. We're still doing a wonderful job. I'm very proud of us. I'm not very proud of us. It's hard to compete with you, loudmouth. <laughs>